The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And as you heard before, if you were listening, On Point with Victor was talking about banking, and he's talking about nationalizing the banking. And to me, this is one of the scariest things because so much money is controlled by government regulations in banks. Like right before they had, I don't know if I talked about this a few weeks ago, the credit card companies were reporting anybody who used their credit card to buy a gun Mm -hmm. or buy something in a gun store, they got reported. Now, nothing happened with it, supposedly. Right. But then they're also trying to limit credit card companies from doing business. Their goal is to get credit card companies to not do business with gun manufacturers, gun sellers. Um, any Anybody that sells guns, they want to make it very hard for you to get credit right. or use credit or accept credit. And that that is authoritarian-type control, and that is your Democrat party. That's gun control. Uh, and that is gun control, and uh, and it won't stop there. I mean, Now, wrong, now imagine if they – okay, they push for electric cars. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, well, if you own a gas car, we're not going to let your credit card company accept payment if you go to a, a garage that services gas cars. I mean, this has such far-reaching implications. Well, it is I'll, unbelievable. I'll give you a preview of what I did not get to on my show, which I'll, I'm going to do next week. But all of this, all of this mess about if, – if you think – you have to ask yourself, and, and this is probably going to set some people off, especially the media – you have to ask yourself, are these banks that are failing, are they, is there a reason, not a reason, but could it be that the Democrat Party wants these banks to fail? And I would venture to tell you, yes, the Democrat loves it when this happens. Well, come on. The party loves it. They did the same thing with healthcare. Exactly. They tried to make healthcare expensive, exactly. non-transparent, yeah. so that way it would fail, so the government yeah. would come riding into the rescue. All the problems with the healthcare system, Roger, you're spot on, were created by government, so government Finds the, 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 the industry they want to control. They create a problem to bring the industry down, and then they rush in and say, oh, well, we, we the government, need to fix it. We'll save it. They, exactly. <laughs> and that's the same thing they're doing with the banks. Because I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the end goal here is digital currency. The government yeah. wants to do imagine, yeah, imagine, cash. Imagine cash being gone, though. Just take it. Yeah, and you think, oh, well, I charge everything on my credit card anyway. Mm-hmm. When you go to a garage sale, do you have to, you know, you whip right. out your credit card to try and pay the guy who's selling a, a two, a $2 rocking chair? But now, when the kid's to- selling lemonade at the lemonade stand, what are you going to whip out your right. Venmo and Venmo and 50 That's cents exactly for a couple lemonade? What they want you to do. They want, what, listen, the Democrats, and maybe you're hearing it here first, but trust me when they, look, I warned everybody about the Hague Simons tax years ago. What was that? And Joe Refresh Biden, our memory. It, well, I'll refresh your memory. So the Hague-Simons tax, I warned people about it years ago, and Joe Brandon Biden has it in his budget that he's trying to pass. And what the Hague-Simons tax is, is it's a tax on wealth that's underived wealth. So if you've got artwork, or you've got a, a car mm. that's worth two hundred grand, or you've got Stock, you've got paper that's showing you're worth $2 million. Joe Biden wants to come in and take 25% of it on perceived value. That's the Hague Simons. Perceive, we wow. perceive your home. Did you buy a home in, in 2020? No. Did you buy a home in, in Obama's years when it crashed? 
You buy a home for 150 grand and now that home is worth 650 grand? Well, Joe Biden wants to tax 25% of the perceived gain. You haven't gained wow. it, Roger. Let's say, yeah. let's you say you've sold got the house. A, a house. You're living Roger. there. You're using exactly. it. Exactly. You're living there. You're using it. You're not, you are not using your now, equity you because su- it's not liquid. How are you supposed to pay that tax? You weren't supposed to refinance your house? You're supposed to just do so- somehow come up with the cash to pay them. Now, they want to dip into your Can you imagine this affecting seniors? Oh, 100%. It's going to crush seniors, but crush. it'll crush everyone. The economy and, would and be And they're crushed. calling it a wealth tax, but this is a tax on anybody who's invested in 401s, invested well, that's in the market. I'll and, be honest. Most people are stupid when it comes to wealthy or 100%. wealth. Because they don't realize they have more wealth than they perceive. They don't right. know. But they don't know. And that's 100%. But, but this is what I mean. So I warned about this years ago, and now here it is, Joe Biden trying to get this passed. And just this is why I'm telling you, right now, this bank failures and all of this stuff, their uh, end game the way is for a national digital. Bank. Yeah, they want to nationalize so they can digitize. And eliminate and cash. I just... I just coined that. Nationalize so we can digitize. There you go. That's going to be the Democrat motto. And and that's what you gotta understand because if they go to digital currency, then what can they do? They can start with the social scoring. If you don't act properly and you vote wrong or you what? You don't believe in climate change? Your account's closed. Right. They yeah. can control with digital currency, your government can shut down your bank account at a whim. And what's the first and what was one of the first things they did? They try and shut down purchases of guns. A hundred percent. Because hundred percent. If people have guns, then they'll fight back they'll against fight us. Back. Yeah. So they will start, start by taking yeah. the guns away. And then it's going to go to, what do you mean you haven't bought an electric car yet? Well, uh, we're going to limit your purchases because we don't like that you drive a gas car. Or you you filled up already this week. We're not going to let you fill. This is your what digital will currency is. It won't be just a credit card. It will be Apple Pay, whatever the digital currency right. method of delivery is, the government will control it because it will be nationalized. And they can control what – they can put parameters on, algorithms, whatever they want to use so that they can just push a button and you suddenly, oh, you've eaten too much meat this week. You've eaten too much steak. Bacon hamburgers. You need to go to a vegan restaurant. Your money will only work at a vegan. And, and I know it sounds funny, oh, it but sounds ladies and gentlemen, this coming. is what's coming. Like I said, yeah. they tested it with the guns. Yeah, yeah. We're going to report you if you buy a gun on a credit card, and you know, and one credit card company. I have to say, they did not jump in on this. It was Discover Card. Well, good for them. They did not jump in well, on the, this. The now, good the news, ones, I, you say we're backing down. Yeah, the good news, Roger, is I just saw an article this week where um, the credit, most of them, if not all of them, are reversing course. Yeah, because I think the, people the people are are they're they're they like the cashless idea. A lot of people I know don't have any cash on them. And I never it do. Blows my mind that they couldn't <laughs> but go. I, if you ha- if you make the choice to go cashless, knock yourself out. I don't want the government forcing to you to make that choice for me. No, yes. sir, because I like cash. It is, it's I mean, granted, cashless is convenient. You don't have to carry a lot with you. You don't have to make change. You just swipe that card and away you go, and it's convenient. But yeah, but everything electronically purchased can be tracked. They, uh, they know exactly. They know and everything. Yeah. That's what I say. They try that's to why do they, that with the guns. And that, that's another thing. When they started this, when the IRS started years ago, this business with the banks, you must report if somebody deposits over ten grand, or if you're a local municipality and you pull somebody over and they have more than ten grand in their cash on them, you have to report it. That's what they started, and now look where we're at. 
Yep. They never stop with what they say. Oh, we're just doing it. Remember, remember when they started this business with, with, oh, well, you have to report it if it's a cash deposit for over this amount and we're doing it to stop drugs. Drugs. It was the war on drugs. It was, was the, war say, on the war on drugs. drugs That's an excuse. That. That's a pathway to get to control. To protect the children. To protect the children. Yeah. I mean, come on. This stuff is going on throughout history. We're taking the guns mm-hmm. away to protect the children. We're taking your cash away to protect the children from drugs. Yeah. Protect so, the you know, drug just, industry. And it's all a method to get what they want, which is total control over you. They want to right. give you – look, China gives social scores, and they restrict what public can do if they have a bad social score. If you get a bad enough social <laughs> score, you can't travel. Oh so, so if you have a bad Facebook page post – Oh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> and I know a lot of people would be in trouble there. <laughs> yeah, oh I think I do too. There was an episode of The Orville, which I know is a show you like, where they had people judging oh, everybody show. up and down whether based on huh. things they did, and that affected yeah, their ability to get service, yep. to get credit. That's a perfect example. I forgot about that, Roger. Look, if if you haven't seen the show Orville, you better go watch it, especially the first two seasons. I think it was like the third or fourth episode in on the first season. The first season, yeah. And it was amazing. They let basically – it was a a pure democracy. Yep. Everybody got one vote, and you could vote Mm -hmm. up or down on almost any subject, anything that happened. And you could basically crush somebody just based on public opinion. Just based on opinion, yeah. And you know, mob that's rules. To. That's right. That's exactly and, uh, uh, what a great show that is. At least yeah. the first two seasons. And that was brilliantly brought out. No, oh, I absolutely. thought Seth MacFarlane's a little more of a liberal, but I think he, he, he is sees the light in certain areas. He is, but he knows how to. Well, for the first two seasons, he knew how to make a great show. <laughs> well, I think Disney the, took over the, after that. Uh, maybe because the third that's what season I heard. is. Eh, but it's still a great show. Yeah, but those first he addresses so many social issues, and on most accounts he covers things that make sense. Mm-hmm. Like I say the whole that whole thing with the social media ruling people's lives, and people could if you had too many down scores, from the time you're 18 to the time you die, you wore this little badge on you where people would vote if they you know talked right. to you or interacted mm-hmm. with you in any way. That was such a good. Episode. Everybody should see that because it was yeah. a perfect example. Because perfect. And, and they showed what the dangers of a pure democracy are. Mm-hmm. You have no protection under the law under Absolutely. a complete democracy. I mean, one of the scenes was, a, was, a, whim. was a guy that uh, I don't remember what he did. He stumbled and fell in the street or did something in the street. But the perception was... He was disrespecting a statue or oh, no, something. No, no, no. That was the, the navigator was doing the dancing. Oh, the statue. Uh, right. So the perception of the people were, oh, you're disrespecting that. So we're voting you to, to, to go to jail and be killed, no, basically. No, no, no. They had <laughs> to get reprogrammed. They did Repro- some kind of right, electronic yeah. brain reprogramming oh, stuff, and it just basically lobotomized them. Yeah, and which party in this country would 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 give anything if they could reprogram people? It ain't the Republicans, folks. You know, you keep separating them out. I don't think they're as far apart as you think. Well, I think all the politicians I, would love yeah. to have complete control over the population. Well, I would say the establishment, yes. The Freedom Caucus, no. The Freedom okay, Caucus, the establishment would Republicans, but, and yeah, all the, and Democrats, the Democrats, a majority, a majority of the politicians. Unfortunately, a majority of the yes, absolutely. Regardless right. of what party they, yeah, name, regardless of the party, the politicians, they they're just in it for themselves a, and their and their power. One hundred percent, Roger. You're so true with that statement. And the way I can prove it is if anybody uh, has the time and the will, go to Washington D.C. one night, go to one of the most expensive steakhouses. And tell me who you see, because you will see 
30, 40, 50 year politicians, Democrat and Republican, sitting together, breaking bread together, and laughing at you together. Right. Knowing that they're pulling. Yeah. Well, you know, yep. I've said it for years. How do they separate? How do they make things so divisive that we don't pay attention to what they're doing? They divide <laughs> people up by uh-huh, gender, yeah. by it's wealth, throughout by history. color. Yes, throughout history, the the biggest despots and authoritarian and totalitarian leaders, the one of the most effective things they did was divide the people. Divide and conquer. And you do, exactly. don't don't pay attention to what's going yeah. on over here. Pay attention to this hand yeah. over here yeah. and let it distract you, you from what I have in this you, hand. You over mean here. like if I had three hundred dollars over here, <laughs> then I, I would forget about all these tickets over this, here. What is this? Uh, what this is, is this? Gone. What is this? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie. What a great movie. I, yeah, that was Eddie Murphy back in his glory days. Oh, yes. my goodness. And Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. And I've, Roger, I've, seen, I've seen rumors that um, there's a new Beverly Hills Cop. I've heard that. Being filmed. And Eddie Murphy. With Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he is that, on yeah. board, and, and I believe they're going to do it like the first one. I mean, so. if you remember those movies, I mean, actually, no, that was the one with, was that Eddie Murphy? Was that the Chris Rock movie when... Um, Jeremy Piven played the part of the oh that was gay that was Chris year. Rock and uh, Jackie Hour. Chan Rush Hour yeah a similar kind of you know oh, partner so thing good. though yep so <clears throat> good but every now and you get that one actor that just steals the scene completely like yeah, Gilbert Godfrey stole Godfrey. that scene hundred percent sure yeah did. it's the, that's the truth though it's ask any magician. They're going to show you what they want you to see, mm-hmm. and the other hand is going to be doing what what it needs. Slide of hand, trick work. Slide of hand. Every politician is an expert in politicians this. Politicians have been, yeah, becoming experts in the slide of hand. Like Joe Biden, years. they was oh, the Republicans are taking your Social Security away. You need to fight this. Blah blah blah. We're the ones who are going to protect you. Yet who, which party, which person is responsible for taxing Social Security benefits? Exactly. Joe Biden Joe and Biden. the Democrat Party yep. started the tax before he. passed passed that law, no Social Security payments were taxable. You already paid this money in. Mm-hmm. You've already paid taxes on it. Now you have to pay it again when you take it out? It's just, oh, it's ridiculous. They just can't get enough. Nope. It's never enough. And I think, I, you know what? Enough. And Republicans and Democrats alike have yeah. raided the Social Security oh, chest so many times. They keep saying it's yeah. going to run out. It's like, well, put the money back you borrowed from it, in quotes, because <laughs> yeah. you know they never borrowed. pay anything back. I mean, there is no lockbox. There, there's just no, a bunch no. of IOUs. There's the, and this is why Social Security is not solvent and never will be solvent, and the only way to make it solvent would be to change it. You, well, to make it uh, make politicians incapable from taking that money out for any yeah. other purpose. But even then, it would have to be changed. It'd have yeah. to be changed. You'd have to do it. You know, actually, George Bush, George W. had a fantastic plan to save Social Security. Oh, yeah. Save and 2% it, yeah, on it your involved, own. It involved privatizing part of it and making sure it's being properly invested. And people freaked and people, out. Yeah, the Democrats demagogued the crap out of it and the dumb, dumb masses voters. That's right. They voted. They, voters they got scared. Got oh, scared. No. What do you mean no, I'm going to have to invest take 2% away my, But yet people are realizing they, they can live to be um, 64 and 364 days and die, and, and they, die. Get zero they get zero dollars. Zero. Not a and penny. And good luck trying to get it to your family members. Yeah. Well, only if they were beneficiaries or, you know, it has to be like a wife or something. I don't think you can give it yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just get I don't think you can unless. Unless they're unless under 18. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but if you save two percent on your own, you give it to whoever you want. But to. imagine if you had total control and ownership of your social security, even the part that's still the government social network the safety net. 
but not allowing politicians to dip into it, not allowing that right. money to be spent, allow that money to well, actually grow. They basically grow, have control then it would, over um, your Social Security yeah. money. It would be if if it's truly meant to be a, social, a, a net, a safety net, a social safety net, and that money's supposed to be there. Then why on earth do we allow politicians to spend it? Right. Well, you got to realize Social Security is like seven point six. Seven and a half percent of your income is Social Security taxes, but yeah. your employer has to match that with another seven and a half percent. So that's fifteen percent of your potential income goes to Social Security. And George Bush mm-hmm. wanted to take 2% two percent of that, just two percent, two percent of that, to allow you to invest in yourself. Yourself, and, and they could have even had government programs and, that would run in conjunction with right. brokers and stuff, so you'd have yeah. money and you'd be able to been, spend it. And it's been shown you can blindly throw your money in the stock market. And and over ten plus years, you'll make money. You're going to make money more than Social Security. I mean, the average is is six percent or so. You are not making one percent with Social Security. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, you're not making anything. Oh, we have to take a quick break. We're right back after this. I am Roger B with my guest Victor Armenteros on Lock and Loaded. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Roger B. on Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Right before we left for the break, we were talking about banking and how the government's taking control and how politicians want to divide us up into groups. That's how they maintain their power. That's if right. you're fighting your neighbor because he's not the same race as you or you're arguing with someone who's heavier than you or skinnier than you or has more money than you, you're being distracted from the politicians that are taking power, freedom, and ability away from you. are screwing things up for the two of you. That's right. I mean, they'd much rather see you fight than you turn your attention mm-hmm. toward them and say, hey, yep. why is this inflation going on? Oh, I hear now there's going to be a um, a tampon shortage. Because there are because so many the, wussies out there. There's so many, so many dudes out there who suddenly decided they want so many pussycats all of a sudden that he tampons. I, sorry. I, I probably shouldn't say this, but. Oh, go ahead. I mean, uh, on, how, where exactly does a dude plan to stick this tampon and for what purpose? Yes, they have multi, <laughs> multi-gendered tampons. Now. I was like, what in the world is all that about? <laughs> this, now, the, granted, I again, will admit. Distraction, distraction, distraction. There is a use for tampons. 
I have them in my first aid kit. Oh, well, for a first aid, absolutely. Yeah, they're great for that. You know, yeah. it'll block a wound very can, easily because yeah, exactly. of the way they function. Yeah. That would be the only reason why I can imagine any guy needing a tampon right. unless he has for to that. subdue his wife somehow. <laughs> Here, honey, I got you extras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just – it's crazy what they're – and now they're talking about shortages of other things. Meat prices are going up. What was it last Oh, time? inflation's going up again. Gas. Yeah. Have you seen gas? Gas yep, is going it's up. jumped another and, 10% and I, Just easily. like I said it would. Yep. Had a friend talking about that today, the inflation rating, and apparently airline tickets are about to go skyrocketing up. I don't know why yeah. they were top of the list, but they were. I need to find that list. There were so many things on there. Used cars are coming down. Yes. Well, they had nowhere to go. But they, they were had so nowhere inflated. to go. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Eggs have hit a peak, and they're on their way back down now. Yeah. Apparently, the chickens union has been broken, and they're going to get in there and force the chicken to lay more eggs. I don't know. <laughs> Supposedly, that had something to do with avian flu. The bird thing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, was, it also had to do with uh, certain um, but conspiracy temperatures theories? and things yeah. like that. I mean, it was all normal. Um, it was all happened before. Oranges. Uh, Apparently, the oranges, the hurricane, eliminated oranges Oh, right. Oranges so there's probably not enough not There's enough not going to be a very good. And uh, olive oil. Apparently, in Europe, they had really cold temperatures, which is affecting the olive crops. Mm-hmm. So now olive oil. Yeah. Oh, that darn global warming. I know. You know, I've said it before. If we had a little global warming, it would actually be good because we could grow more food and grow it longer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, These these politicians, man. Well, the proof is hmm. there. The earth was warmer a few hundred years ago than it is now. More than that. I mean, we don't know, you know. I mean, when you look at the No, they were saying – this is a story I heard years ago. It's been cold. It's been hot. It's Right. But this is – apparently these people went up into the mountains. They'd farm certain areas, Mm -hmm. and they'd leave all their tools and stuff up there, and they'd freeze over, and the next spring they'd go and get it out. And then after a while, it started getting colder and colder, and it would freeze over and would never thaw out, so they right. couldn't do it anymore. They never got now it. Now it's to the point it has thawed, and they found all they this found stuff. Them. Yeah. And this is before the first car was ever invented. Yeah. Before the exactly. first anything Which, powered by anything that burns was well, invented, other than a campfire. Which is way more proof <laughs> of how climate changes and is cyclical because of because it's it's the Earth. Way more proof that it's natural than you'll ever find that it's man-made. But what does that give the government when they ha- can scare you with something that you can't prove? Oh, power. Power. That's right. Oh. Power is there, and they're taking more and more of it. The banks, the global warming, the the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Like I say, I don't know. They keep saying, oh, conspiracy theorists. That's a conspiracy theory. I go, no, I call it a spoiler alert. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> so many of these cons- I mean, quote-unquote conspiracy theories. conspiracy theories. Yeah, look how many have come true. And even the CDC is backing down on some of these look things at, they said for, for yeah, months. Yeah, I was going to say, look at all the, the corona crap, all the COVID stuff that we were talking about and, and a lot of conservatives were talking about. All of it's come true, and, and I'm convinced that was true. purely political. 100. percent Could you imagine? Of course, if our it was. Economy was the steamrolling goal. like it was. Dude, they, the, there's no. They couldn't have stopped Trump with a freight train. The goal. They all had their goal. China wanted to slow down the U.S. and they didn't want Trump. They wanted to give the and they knew the Democrat Party would take the COVID and and use it run with it against Trump, and that's what they did. They, people be damned. They didn't Who care was, about people. Oh, they just wanted to hurt Trump. One of the talk show hosts was on the other day. I forget which guy it was, but he was talking about the coronavirus Wuhan lab. And he's going, 
What do you mean it's not man-made? There's a lab named after it. Yeah, yeah, that was John Stewart. <laughs> yep, John Stewart. Oh, my. He goes, wait a minute. In the town that it was released, there's a lab called the Wuhan Lab yeah. that was purpose was to explore Experiment. coronavirus. And <laughs> but no, some bat had sex with a monkey, and boom, all of a sudden we got yeah. coronavirus. Like, come on. Yeah, not not the lab that's right here. We can we can all look at and see. We're supposed to pretend that there was some monkey. No, you don't want to look at that. We're yeah. going to look at this uh, oh, farmer's that. market over here. That's mm-hmm. where it came from. Look at the wet market, which doesn't even have penguins or whatever they said it Bats was. Bats or whatever it is, yeah. No. It was us, oh, and people were just buying that stuff because they, because they, because the news media just spoon feeds it to them, and they don't research anything. They don't take their time yep. to look it up. It's insane. And you know what? When they come, that's another thing I was going to do is the whole pistol brace thing they're working on now at the ATF. Get into oh, yeah. They've changed. There's over forty million, about forty million of these things in circulation, and now if you own one, you're supposed to register that weapon as a short barrel rifle. Now there's sure. no fee. Normally it's two hundred dollars for a stamp, mm-hmm. but there is no registration fee right now. You can get it done for free, but that puts you into a class three weapon owner, which means you got to keep that stamp. Where if any ATF agent comes to your house whenever they want, whenever you they have want. to be able to produce that if you still have the weapon. And when you sell that weapon, they have to get a tax stamp and transfer it into their name. Mm. It's just, it's basically more control. Yeah, it's control. And control the 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 innocent people, the law-abiding citizen. Let's give them in a the hard name time. of criminals. Yeah, yeah but but let's well, not. The criminals let's make not, it easier for politicians to become criminals themselves. Yeah, let's not make it hard for criminals. Let's just make it. Uh, so Unbelievable how much power and freedom they're gobbling up and nobody seems to care. Because you give them just enough to where they're satisfied with it. They make enough money to be able to go on vacation somewhere once a year and their kids have clothes growing up and that's all they need. Anything more than that, the government will take from you and they'll reapportion that to someone they think deserves it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did everybody get their tax bill this year for the Ukraine? I mean, you know. <laughs> sure, seen that one floating around. <laughs> that's a great Got meme. my tax bill. Huh? Man, I, I owe $14,000 to I, the Ukraine. I filed my taxes and was really <laughs> pissed off to see that I owed the Ukraine money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, oh my God! It was—it's insane. Oh, I mean, man. we give all this money to other countries who hate us. Yeah, they can hate us for free. We don't have to pay them. Right? For that. Why are we paying them to hate us? I know. You, if they don't respect us. We certainly should not give them money. Yep. Hate us if you want. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I am damn if I'm going to pay you to hate me. I know. It's uh, that was Herman Cain used to say that they can hate us for free. <laughs> Herman Cain was awesome. Good guy. Brilliant guy. Yeah. Good but guy. This, Good I mean, this—the loss of freedom here—and nobody seems concerned about I it. I know. Now. Well, you know, it was Jefferson, I think. It could have been Hamilton. I think it was Jefferson who said, uh, no, it was um, the energy guy, the guy who got struck by lightning. Why am I having a Biden moment? Ben Franklin. Oh, Ben Franklin. It was Ben Franklin who said, those who will give up freedom in the name of security deserve neither. Exactly. And he's 100% right. Yeah, if you're willing to to let the government take over protection of your family or your your property – or your job or your money, then you don't deserve any freedom. You're giving, you're trading that in. You know, and that's the thing why I tell everybody, you know, if you want to protect your family the best you possibly can, if you're capable and you feel comfortable with it, you should be able to have a weapon to defend your family, your property, and yourself. There should be no reason why you should rely on the government to do that for you. No reason at all. But they're trying to tell you it's safer to not have a gun. In fact, I think it was the CDC was having physicians ask questions to families when they came in, in particular pediatricians, 
to ask if there was a gun in the household as part of a standard inquiry. And I had a friend who was involved in that when his son was coming up, and they asked a question, and he would just say, irrelevant, next question, please. (laughs) (laughs) He would just uh, shut him down right then and there. Oh, but this is important data. You don't need it from me. Get it from somewhere else. You know, it's like they're they're so nosy about every single thing you're doing. They want to be involved in every decision in your household. The the party that tells you, get your hands off my body, wants their hands all over your body, your possessions, your, your bank accounts. That's right. They want it all over everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh but the fact that inflation it is, is being a, driven, it's insane how much inflation is coming now. Biden just doesn't want to sniff your hair anymore. He wants his hands in your he wallet. He wants his hands all up in your wallet's business. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the electronic money thing is the scariest thing. It is. Sh- I mean, the fact that they tried to shut down gun sales through credit card companies was impossible. But yet, the same uh, the same battles going on with marijuana growers and stuff out in mm. some of the western states and states that allow it that they can't use national banks or any of the banks to do their banking with because it's still a federal crime. Yeah. And they could lose their charter, lose their license if they're dealing with anybody who is in the marijuana sales business. Yep. But you know what? I mean, I'm a libertarian enough to say, if you want to do that, by all means, knock yourself out. Don't do it while you're driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do it when you're driving and, you know, and I don't... Operating heavy machinery. Specifically, yeah, yeah, I don't want you uh, operating anything with me around it. <laughs> but I'd much rather deal but, with a stoner than a drunk. Yeah, no Drunks kidding. get violent. That's true. Stoners just want to eat. Most just stoners to, just want to eat. They just want snacks. <laughs> <laughs> snacks and TV. Uh, snacks and TV, yeah. Which uh, which is, you know, that, I that, like snacks. That, I like TV. You're right. <laughs> but that goes that goes to distractions, you know, the Democrat party. They if if you look at the history of despots and the history of of totalitarianism and authoritarianism, they give the people just enough to live and then let them fight amongst themselves and then you can control them and will them whatever you want to with them because they're not paying attention to the political class, which is always the elite. There was a meme about uh, uh, sports and beer. Give the people sports and beer. You can do whatever they want because they'll be so distracted by all that stuff. They won't pay attention to what the other hand. Oh, wait. Is this it? It's true. Football, beer, and above all, gambling filled up the horizon of their minds to keep them in control. It was not difficult. Yeah. George Orwell. Orwell. I again, why on earth who told the Democrats that the Orwell was a freaking syllabus or a guide or an outline and not fiction? <laughs> I know. I they're going, Hey, this is good Hey, he's telling us to watch out for this, but we should just use this. Because most people don't read books anymore anyway. Oh, it's sad. It's like idiocracy. Oh my god, it's mm. like you're looking at that going. Wait, this is happening. Mm-hmm. This is not supposed to be. This, this yeah. is supposed to be a comedy, a funny movie, and you're going, holy crap, this it's, is real it's life. It's not an instructional manual. It is an <laughs> entertainment film. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Back All right, Roger, I'm going to get out of your way All and right. let you get to some gun stuff. To get to my next break here. Guns, <laughs> guns, and more guns. That's right. Or lack of guns. Or, uh, yes. Illinois. Then, oh, unbelievable. They're going to start banning magaz- high-capacity magazines. They're going to start Ugh. banning what they call assault weapons. And who, Roger? Who controls Illinois? Democrats. Unbelievable. 
Liberals. Libtards. Libtards. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to lay, label them Democrats or Republicans <laughs> anymore because right. it's going to be government, government, government despots. Bozo. Now, what they have, and they're also talking about limiting the age of who can own a gun. No. Dropping it from, taking it from 18 to 21. Now, they have an FOID, Firearms Something ID Card. Firearms Owner's so, ID Card. Here's what the Republicans in Illinois need to do. Get off your bums and fight. Because if the Democrats want to start raising ages, then raise the voting age. You just you no, just no, no. tie it. Let's start by raising the tax age. You don't have to pay any taxes yeah, on anything there you until go. you're able to See, vote. Those two things right there, Roger. The taxes and then raising the age to vote. That'll stop the Democrats in their track because those are two things that will yeah. never just say they, until you're allowed to vote, you don't have to pay any taxes. You make all oh the money you man, want until you have the right to vote. Or until you can own a gun, you don't have to pay any taxes. I could support that. That yeah, that would change <laughs> their their horizon on that would change the thing on that. Yeah, very Here, quick. Yep. But there are people in Illinois who have these firearms owners ID cards, and now there's a chance they could get these revoked by no fault of their own just because they're under 21. And they're going to go with the 10-round magazine limit, and apparently this has been passed by the House already. So now it's up to the Senate. If they pass this, they're going to be in a full-on gun ban. It's like nobody can read the Second Amendment where it says shall not be infringed and realize it should not be infringed. That's the law. Nobody seems to care, though. The only carve out for this would be people who are under 21 who are enlisted in the armed services or with an adult hunting. So you could you could use a gun. You just can't own it. Now, I wonder how they're going to do this, though. If you own guns already and you're 18, 19, 20 years old. Do you have to give them up? Do you have to hand them over to somebody? Do you have to destroy them? I mean, that's, there's got to be something there. They should somehow have a grandfathering in. There's, I can't believe that they could basically force people to give up property that they owned legally for years because they decided to add restrictions to this. Now, if they just make it future sales, that's one thing. But they're talking about these people who have weapons, have their firearms owner's identification card, and it's going to get revoked. Because they change the rules in the middle of the game. And that's how they have to start. You figure if you take it away from younger people, they're not as likely to get involved in the sports. They're not as likely to get involved in in uh, ownership and use and practice and understand what it takes to do this. In fact, I think you know there are some states that actually are putting firearms education into elementary schools and high schools. Teach these kids early about, you want to teach gun safety? Then teach gun safety. Teach gun safety to children. Let them understand they don't point it at anybody. They don't pick it up. They don't play with it. I mean, they're wanting to limit the ages. It's like, how's that going to be any better? If you've never handled a gun till you're 21, you think it's going to be any better than if you do it when you're 19 or 20? It's not going to make any difference. Let them handle it when they're younger, smaller, under adult supervision. Take the classes. Teach proper education of how to handle weapons, then there'll be less issues, less problems, because people won't think it's a video game. They'll understand the implications of what they're dealing with. But instead, Illinois, who has always been a ridiculously libtarded state when it comes to weapons and completely unconstitutional with their pushing of laws to try and limit who can have a gun, what kind of gun you can have. But yet, I bet all their law enforcement officers, I bet all their 
political bodyguards, they all have whatever they want, and they have exceptions for them. Equality of the, under the law will not exist if this goes through. How can you have that and not be able to say that, oh, yeah, you you have equality except for this and except for that and except for this? There has to be exceptions to that. Equality to law should have no exceptions. There should be nothing that should limit your rights or give them to anybody else because of their association with a politician or a government agency. There should be nothing. You know, I mean, I'm not saying people should have nuclear weapons. That's just ridiculous. And, of course, the libtards always go straight to the extreme. Oh, well, you want your neighbor having a nuclear missile in his yard? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like that's, I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous to even throw that out there. But do you want to have 15 rounds in your magazine the same as the local police do? Why the hell, why the heck not? I don't get it. What would be the problem there? So you, instead you have two 10-round magazines with 20 rounds, and if you're fast enough, it's not going to make any difference whatsoever. But my biggest thing is all these people who have weapons who are under 21, these people are adults. They are living their lives. They have rights. They can vote. And yet they want to take away their right to own a weapon. That seems unconstitutional to me, and I would hope somebody would turn around and fight this. But it's going to turn also with the prohibiting of magazines over 10 rounds. All these people in Illinois who have magazines over 10 rounds will become felons overnight. They're going to make this a felony charge. So that's, and they're going to want to register all these, what they deem as assault weapons, even though they're not assault weapons because assault weapons are select fire weapons used in military settings. None of these weapons they're trying to ban are assault weapons, but they just like to call them assault weapons because it it sounds more ominous, sounds more dangerous. What if you called them protective weapons? Then it would be so much better. Mine are all protective weapons. I don't have any assault weapons. I'm not committing assault against anybody. I'm protecting with my weapons. So they wouldn't fall under assault at all. You know, it's, it's one more step to taking away our freedom. Because once they take away the ability of the people to fight tyranny, there will be nothing but tyranny left. So we'll have to see if this goes through. Let's see. Ah, uh, yeah. They're trying to get this approved. And we'll see if it goes through. I'd be curious. It already went through the House. I don't know if it went through the Senate yet. But if they raise the age, that is going to be crazy. Yeah. Oh, here they go. Yeah. What about constitutionally? We would have to legalize fully automatic weapons and hand grenades. We're not talking about doing that. We're talking about just weapons that are in common use that the that the police use, the local law enforcement uses. Why should you not be able to have whatever they have? There's no reason to be restricted in that res- in that respect. Shall not be infringed. Okay. Now everybody remembers when Alec Baldwin shot the the lady in the movie he was making. Well, now apparently this is from a little while ago, but apparently he entered a plea on Thursday to the shooting deaths of of Miss Hutchins, and he pled not guilty to involuntary manslaughter charges. Which you know, as much as you may dislike him. It was purely accidental. He did not intend to shoot her. He did not intend to harm her at all. He had no indication that the weapon wasn't safe and clear when he got it. He'd been doing, I mean, he's been in movies a long time and dealt with weapons in many, many movies. And never has he been handed a loaded weapon and directed as to what to do to try and get the shot they were trying to get. So, you know, and it's it's crazy now because he's very limited because he's being charged. I believe he's being charged with manslaughter, and it's just 
to me, I mean, as much as I dislike Baldwin because of the fact he is so anti-gun, he still should not be charged for this. I don't. It wasn't his fault. There was no intent here whatsoever. I guess that's the definition of manslaughter. There was no intent, but it happened. It was purely an accident. Now, if he sounds guilty, he could face up to 18 months in prison and a longer sentence of an additional five years with the firearms enhancement they were trying to get him on, too. But I think they dropped that already. Yeah, this is going to be interesting to see how this goes through. And I wonder, okay, he's also prohibited from consuming alcohol, possessing any weapons, including firearms. And that might be a problem because he drinks a lot from what I understand. So we'll see if he actually makes it through this or if he uses his political uh, celebrity power to try and get out of all this. Which, you know, I don't know. If this had happened to anybody else in any other situation with an accidental discharge and somebody was killed, yes, there might be some repercussions as well. There should be, but it probably wouldn't be as focused as this is. Because he's a celebrity, he's getting more focus and more incident than someone who had an accidental mischarge with a firearm. I mean, you know, what happens all the time. I saw a police officer, I saw a video of a police officer shooting himself in the leg because he thought his gun was unloaded in front of an elementary school classroom of kids. (laughs) So if you can imagine that, how fortunate he was he didn't hit any of the kids in the class. But yeah, it was an accidental. He didn't mean for it to happen. He didn't point the gun at his leg and pull the trigger. He was showing them the weapon. I think he was unloading or loading or putting it back or putting it, taking apart. And there was a round in the chamber and it went off and it shot him in the thigh from what I saw. Yeah, and he he maintained, he was fairly calm about it. I mean, you could see panic, but he didn't, he kind of left the classroom quickly because, you know, you don't want to be sitting there bleeding all over the floor in front of your classroom telling them that weapons can be safe right after you shot yourself in the leg. Way to go. There we go. So we'll have to see. But, yeah, it was an accident. I, I agree completely. I understand it. Granted, somebody was killed, though. So somebody has to be held responsible. Now, I imagine maybe the film company, they probably have insurance for this kind of thing. But uh, I, I think the biggest thing missing from this is going to be intent. And from what I understand, manslaughter is not intentional. It's accidental. But the fact that there were so many safety procedures that were... I guess bypass in this case. There has to be more than one person responsible. Can't just be him holding the bucket for this whole thing. But then again, it was his set. Should he have asked, where's the gun wrangler? Should he have found out, wait, wait, where's the person who checks? Did you look at it? Did you check it? How do I check it? You know, if you work with weapons, you have to be aware of this all the time. If you have weapons at home, you have to be aware of this all the time. I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of people taking guns home from the range, taking them home to clean them or whatever, and they take the gun out and they pull the trigger thinking, oh, it was unloaded when I left the range, and it wasn't. They didn't check it as thoroughly as they should have. That's why you can always check twice and shoot zero times. You know, like, what is it, measure twice, cut once? Or here you want to check twice, don't shoot at all. Or check three times or four times, whatever it takes. Don't take it for granted if you see a weapon and you haven't looked at it in the last five seconds, don't say, oh, it's fine. It's not loaded. There's nothing there. Yeah, don't do not do that. Don't be that guy. Don't be the kind of person who is going to be responsible for an accident that may drastically change your life. So we'll have to see. Now, here's uh, we were talking about the banking restrictions. And in California, apparently, 
they are trying to put restrictions on banking to protect business that sells, though it will to incriminate companies that sell guns to avoid them having banking relationships. Which is crazy because in California, they have, marijuana is considered legal there. Well, I don't know if it's considered legal, decriminalized, whatever the terminology is. And those people can run their business with no problem, but the Second Amendment, which is protected by its own specific amendment in the Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment to ever get through in the Constitution, these these rights are protected by that, and they're going after it to take those rights because they think it's more important to be able to smoke marijuana than it is to own a weapon. Now, granted, you probably shouldn't do both of those things at the same time, play with a gun and be smoking marijuana because you could forget things and shoot somebody. But anybody who's in the firearms industry, if corporate banks hold discriminatory politics, if these banks loan or do work with gun-selling companies, they will not be allowed to compete for state or municipal contracts. And they will be left out of any kind of state business. What I'd like to see is, how about these gun companies stop all sales to anybody in California regardless? If they're going to limit their citizens from having them, I say we limit the politicians, the law enforcement. Let's stop them from having the same guns they don't want people to have. You know, when the police need new guns or new magazines? No, no. You get 10-round magazines the same as your citizens are allowed. Oh, but we're police officers. You're citizens. You should not have any extra authority other than what is granted to you. You should not be able to take someone else's rights away in order to enhance your rights. Again, equality under the law is going away. And it's just, it's nuts because imagine if you're a bank and you do business with a gun shop and have, have for years, you have customers who you've established relationships with. All of a sudden, you're not going to be able to compete for anything in that state because you do business with gun companies. It's completely discriminatory, and yet they can do this. It's just oh, it's shocking to me. I just can't get over how awful it is to have this happen now, or any time for that matter. It's just it's completely ridiculous. There's no reason the government should be able to discriminate against individual businesses that are doing legal business. There's no reason for that whatsoever, and I just don't know where it's going where it's going to end. I mean, they're trying so hard to take all the guns away from any citizen that they'll stop at nothing to do it. So now that you've heard that, now that you know how this is proceeding in California, tax returns are coming in. Let's get out there and let's make gun sales boom again. I want to see the highest gun sales we've seen in five years this coming tax season. Get out there and purchase something because you may need it to go grocery shopping soon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at the at the rate of inflation and shortages and everything, oh my goodness! Fortunately, none of the shortages have been awful yet. I mean, it escalates the price. I mean, a dozen eggs that was less than two bucks now all of a sudden six, seven dollars. Yeah, and that's a basic necessity for a lot of people. You know, you figure bread, cake, omelets, all made with eggs. Almost everything has exit. Oh, and what's the next one I was hearing today? They were talking about there may be a corn shortage. Now, before you're going, oh, popcorn, corn. No, think corn syrup. It's used in so many different things. Corn meal, corn syrup, anything that's sweet probably has corn syrup in it. All that candy, all those cookies, all that stuff about to be escalated in price. And gasoline. 
Oh, gasoline's going up? Yeah. Well, no. I'm talking about corn and gasoline. Oh, that's right. The ethanol. Good point. So that means your discounted ethanol or mixed ethanol and gasoline is going to go up too because that's made with corn. Again, see, everything is related. And you know what? It seems so crazy that while Trump was president, our inflation rate was zero for years. Completely zero. In fact, prices were dropping down to levels we had never seen before. And I don't think the Democrats or the libtards could handle this. They wanted him out because he was an independent. He did what he wanted to. He didn't care whether the Republicans told him no, the Democrats told him no. To me, he seemed like he was more interested in helping the people live a better life. What is it? Uh, save more, live better. That was that was him and Walmart, you know. Same <laughs> same slogan. And it was just people just do they forget? And now they're suffer now they're gonna be suffering. Everything's gonna go up in price, their dollar won't go as far, and they still will not realize the influence that politicians have on their everyday lives. I mean, ammo before this happened, cases of nine millimeter ammo were about a hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy dollars. That's brass case, copper covered bullet, not steel ammo from overseas. Good stuff. One hundred sixty bucks. That same case now is two hundred seventy five at best price I've seen. The only one that's uh, doing well is the dollar store sign person that's changing it to a dollar fifty. Right, a dollar twenty-five, a dollar fifty. Yeah, the dollar store is not even holding their prices anymore. That's ridiculous, and it's all because Joe Biden is printing more money. He's making it harder for businesses to do business. He's taxing people more. He's taxing businesses more. It's it's crazy to me how people say, "Oh, well, that's business. They're big business. They can afford to pay more." They don't pay more. They pass that on to you. Like people who want a higher gasoline tax. Yeah, that's going to affect every single thing you buy. But anyway, keeping this gun related, now would be the time if you have a tax refund, if you have any interest in buying something new, if you don't have a gun and you've been thinking about it, you think you're ready to invest in the time it takes to learn how to use it, or if you know how to use one and just haven't had one in years, maybe now would be a good time to purchase one. The prices are still fairly stable right now, but with what I see going on, those prices are going to be on the rise soon. Ammo has come down a good bit. It's still up a decent percentage of what it was, probably 30 to 40%, but it's down from the 250, 300% it was. So it's down considerably from where it was. And it looks like it's going to keep dropping unless the inflation affects the metals and the transportation and everything else. Because like I say, gasoline affects everything because everything has to move somewhere to get sold. Unless you're buying it straight out of the factory back door, it's moving somewhere to get sold. Whether it's guns, whether it's ammo, whether it's any kind of hunting supplies, whether it's eggs or chickens or whatever. Everything has to move to a place where you can have access to it unless you're buying it directly. And I don't know any gun factories that actually sell directly to citizens. They usually go through distributors and then through retailers. So no one's going to be immune to higher gas prices. But right now, the guns, the gun prices themselves are fairly low again. I see AR-15s at reasonable prices. Now, if they start passing laws to restrict this, the prices will go up again. So I said it in 2019 that I'd never seen ammo and guns at lower prices. And then the next year, they went skyrocketing upwards. So I'm telling you again, it's not the lowest I've ever seen, 
but it's reasonable now compared to what it was just a couple of years ago. If you need to stock up on ammo, start looking. Shop carefully, though, because there are some deals out there to be found because it appears to me as if the pipelines are filling up. Almost every place I go now has ammo in stock. Every website shows ammo in stock. In fact, that's one thing they're pushing. I think a lot of their orders are coming in now that have been on order or they were, or from when they were incapable of keeping up with the demand. They have since caught up with those. The pipeline is filling up. Prices should start falling except for the fact that inflation is going to affect that adversely. You're still going to have that inflationary effect on everything you buy at this point, guns and ammo included. But right now may not be a bad time to fill in because if you don't, if they pass a weapons ban of any type, ammo is going back up again, gun prices are going back up again. You may miss your window if you don't start looking carefully right now. If you want to upgrade a weapon, add a weapon, or gain a first weapon. If that's what you're interested in doing, now would be the time to look. And I've had people ask me all the time, well, I'm looking to buy a gun. What should I get first? And a lot of that has to do with where you are. But I'm going to assume most people in urban and suburban environments, which is where most of the people in the country live, a handgun is going to be your first line of defense. Mostly because you can carry it with you if you get the proper permitting from whatever state you happen to be in and get the training in a proper holster to cover the trigger and However, that needs to be done based on what kind of weapon you get. Purchasing the gun is just the first step. The gun has to eat. It has to eat, and you need ammo to feed it. Then you have to learn how to use it. Every gun is different. I don't care how trained you are on one or two or ten particular weapons. You get something new that's different than those, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Now, granted, somebody with a lot of experience could get in behind a familiar weapon that that they haven't owned or haven't shot before, understand where the controls are, figure out how how it fits in the hand, do a few grips with it. Within a few minutes, they could probably be very comfortable firing that weapon. If that's you, you know, go shopping. See what you like. There's stuff out there. There's a lot of new stuff out there. In fact, in handguns, one of the trends I've been seeing for the last couple years is the addition of optics to handguns. Now, this is something that was kind of... It's been kind of toyed with for probably since the 60s, but they had big optical scopes mounted on handguns and things like that. But now they've shrunk the electronics down, and the optics are better than they've ever been, and the ability to make the electronics stronger, better, faster, and smaller has never been better. You can put a red dot optic on a pistol that's cut out for it that has the proper mounting for it. Now, you can get an old pistol modified to handle optics mounts but if you're buying something new that would be something i would strongly consider get something with an optics mount built in or a cutout for an optics mount to be put on it because i'm seeing more and more people with pistols with optics on them now most of the optics are non-magnified but still it is an electronic dot or sight that sits on top of your pistol that means you don't have to line the sights up as easily you just have to see that red dot or that green dot or that blue dot put it on your target and you should be able to hit what you're aiming at without too much trouble if it's properly sighted to start with. And that's something that's, you know, and that's a skill, though. You, if, if you're first getting into this, I did it a couple of years ago, and it is a skill. You do have to acquire a sight a little differently than you normally would when you have a red dot on top of a handgun. 
Now, on a rifle, it's a lot easier between the cheek weld and three points of contact. Much easier on a rifle to find a dot or a scope. But on a pistol, it's a different animal. But that's something to consider. If you don't have one yet, might want to check into that. There's a variety of red dot optics available for pistols that are very reasonable now. Some pistols are even coming with red dots already equipped from the factory. Most of the time, they choose a manufacturer, they work with them, they get a deal on them, they mount them, they come pre-mounted on the weapon. Now, I would doubt most of them are actually sighted already, but that's something that you can do. And here's a trick that somebody taught me. If you can see your sights, your regular iron sights on your pistol, then you line the red dot up with your iron sights, and that should get you very close to start with. You put that red dot just above the front sight of the pistol when you're holding it, that should easily put you on the paper and you can make minor adjustments from there. Because that's one thing that regular iron sights, yes, some of them are adjustable to some extent, but a lot of them are just fixed. With the optic, you have full, minute adjustments available to you by just making those screw turns. And once you learn to acquire that red dot, they have a lot of them have no magnification, so you just acquire the dot wherever the dot is. That's where the bullet's going to hit, and it doesn't have to be centered in the frame either. As long as you see it in that frame, wherever that red dot is, it will hit if you hold it straight, use proper trigger control, and do what you need to do to be on target. But that's something to consider. If you if you're even buying a new gun, consider if you're buying a new semi-automatic pistol in particular, consider buying something with an optic cutout. You know, see, there's a huge variety to choose from. It's a skill that you should learn if you don't already have it, because I think a lot of weapons are going to start moving to this, this optic ready or optic or included scenario when you buy new semi-automatic pistols. Now, revolvers have been a little slower to, uh, adopt, adopt this. This theory, although some of the larger revolvers used for hunting and whatnot, they have realized red dots are a very good idea for them because they enable you to have an optic without having any magnification and you don't have to mount some giant scope on the end of your 10 and a half inch barrel or whatever it happens to be. You can mount a small red dot on almost anything from the most compact pistol on up. In fact, the micro pistols with red dots are becoming more popular now too. Because the holsters are becoming made to be able to cover those dots up so they'll be ready when you pull them out. Now, one thing, though, is additional cleaning will be needed. If you carry a gun every day and you have an optic on it, you're going to have to clean that glass at least every week or so to keep all the dust and everything from settling on it, keep it from getting smudged and dirty. You're going to have to clean it. And someone will say, oh, just put a cover on it. You don't want to have to remove a cover before you draw your personal defense weapon on anybody, whether it's in the street, whether it's at home, whether it's in your office, you want to be prepared to go. So it will require a little bit more maintenance. But it's an option that I think is worth considering and something to look into if you don't have them already. It is a skill you will have to learn. It does take some getting used to. Acquiring a red dot through a pistol can be frustrating at first. But if you have proper grip have your fingers in the right places, you have your thumbs interlocked on the right side using two hands, you should be able to acquire a picture with a red dot just as easily as if you do with iron sights. So consider that. And that tax return, to me, cannot serve a better purpose than enforcing our right to keep and bear arms, especially when there are restrictions on the horizon for that. And I just don't want to... I don't want to 
say it's you're always going to have the right to do that because I don't know. I lived through the first assault weapons ban from 1994 to 2004, and it was virtually impossible to find magazines. So go out, spend your tax refund, get yourself something new and cool, and learn how to use it. All right, I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.